Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of the Life Unboxed blog show, where we talk about all things momtrepreneur, from raising your kids to running a business to keeping your sanity. If you are enjoying this content, and I hope you are, please hit that subscribe button, like this video, and leave a comment in the comment section below. Today we're going to be talking about creating a logo, and we will be taking a deep dive into how to do that. No matter the budget you have, we'll be covering all options to create a logo for your business. I will also be adding a video on what you need to do before uh, you start your website. And so once that video is published, I will link that in the description below. And these go hand in hand with each other, creating a logo and what you need to do before you uh, design your website. So once we have that video going, it'll be in the link below. So I have been working with artists in the publishing field for a number of years now. So I wanted to give you some tips on how to work with an artist if that's how you decide to go with your logo, as well as give you the inside scoop and the tools that you would need to create your own logo. For your business, it is so important to have a logo that represents your brand. Marketing is so visual now that you need something that is going to uh, make your brand memorable and going to inspire um, certain feelings that you want to evoke in your potential clients. When you're creating your logo, there are a few things to keep in mind. You want to make sure that your logo fits your business. As you know, I have two businesses. I have my virtual assistant business and I have my blog which is what you're watching now or listening to. So for my virtual assistant business, I wanted a logo that is very different than my blog logo. So if you're listening on the podcast, you can visit jodyrperry.com and you can see the logo I have for my virtual assistant business and compare that to the logo I have for my lifeunboxed.blog business. So for my Jody R. Perry business, I wanted a logo that really conveyed professionalism, integrity, trust. So all these things that are really essential to having a good virtual assistant business or a business that people can trust. For my lifeunboxed.blog, I wanted a logo that conveyed what the blog was about. And as you know, it's about running a business, raising kids and keeping your sanity. So it's more fun. It's there's was more humor involved. And so that was a logo that I wanted conveyed on my blog. Let's get into the nitty gritty of creating your logo. Whether you decide to hire a designer or do it yourself or something in between, you can do a combination of both. At this point, I am assuming two things. I'm assuming that you have your colors and your fonts picked out. Uh, if you need help deciding on those, uh, as soon as I post the video, the seven things you need to do before you start creating a website, where we talk in depth about picking fonts and colors, I'll post that in the link below. So that should give you some help and tips on how to do that as well. Okay. The first thing you need to do is decide what you want in a logo. A great place to start looking is Pinterest. 
here is my logo board that I got inspiration from these logos for my logo, this one right here. So a couple of things to keep in mind is you don't have to like the whole logo. There could be certain elements of the logo that you like. Take this one, for example. Maybe you like the overlapping letters, but not the circle. Or maybe you like the circle, but not the overlapping letters. All of these can be used to share with your graphic designer or for you to get inspiration from. You can also go through logo books. If you want to do like a logo type book, I recommend this book by Michael Evamy, E-V-A-M-Y, I'm not saying that correctly. The book is called Logo Type by Michael Evamy. And this will give you great ideas to get typeface logos. So essentially those are just logos that are made from different types, from different fonts, I should say. Okay, now that you have your inspiration, remember that genius is 2% information and 98% perspiration. That's attributed to Thomas Edison. Now for the 98% perspiration. There's so many ways that you can create your logo. The first way is to do it yourself. I find that the easiest logos to create are typeface logos. I did this um, when I was starting out for my fir very first logo for my virtual assistant business, and I will show that to you right now. So now I'm not overwhelmed by the genius of this logo, but I was happy with it at the time, and it was free because I did it. So it fit within my budget, and we're mom entrepreneurs. Sometimes we need to uh, go with the budget, be happy with our budget creations, and then upgrade as you know our business grows. I've done more typeface logos since this one. I'll show those to you as well. So I did this logo. He just wanted a very simple one that gave his name and what he does. I also did this logo here. Again, they're simple, but they're clean and neat and um, the brand or the person is clear in these logos. If you decide as you're creating your logo that you want to use an icon or an image from a stock house, make sure you read the license agreement. Many stock imagery houses specifically prohibit the use of the images in the logo creation. They will let you use the image or icon for almost everything except a logo. So you need to be very clear on the usage allowed if you decide to go that route and to purchase an icon or an image. Now there are stock houses that will allow this usage, but you need to make sure you read the terms on that website. Uh, for example, Shutterstock specifically prohibits the use of any of their images or icons in a logo. You can purchase exclusive rights to use these in a logo, but their pricing starts at $10,000. And as someone who works with artists on the regular, that is a ridiculous price. You can get, you can commission on artists to create your own logo from anywhere from $300 to $750, sometimes more, depending on the artist and what you want in there. But $10,000 just to buy exclusive rights to an image is absolutely ridiculous. Don't do it. Option number two to create your logo is to use Canva. I am 
a Canva junkie. I am pretty good at Photoshop, but when I discovered Canva, I was totally hooked. If you do not have a lot of design skills or Photoshop skills, use Canva. They give you tons of templates, tons of images to use so that you can really get inspiration and start out and to start with. They even have templates for logos. So let's just take a look real quick. So you can pick like one of these logos. We'll just, we'll do Lush Lashes. They give you the color palette, which is totally awesome with the hex codes. So you know all the colors that go to this. Let's see. And make sure you read their terms. Make sure there's no restrictions. So you can edit this, you can change the fonts. If you have different colors, just change it to gray, why not? Go back to white, change the background. Whatever inspires you, you can really work in Canva um, to create your logo. And this is awesome. They even have icons you can switch out, you know, for your logo if you wanna do that. So there's so many options. I highly recommend using Canva. Their account is free to start with, but then they also have a pro account, which if you purchase for the year, it ends up being um, about $9.95 a month. It's totally worth it. So if you have to squeeze those pennies a little bit, and I totally understand, I've been there, um, make room in your budget for a Canva subscription. And I'll leave the link below so that you can take a look. Everything I mention, I will leave links in the description below so that you can easily get to everything and find it quickly. Okay, for your third option, if you are just saying to yourself, I just don't wanna deal with it. I don't have the design skills. I kind of have an idea of what I want, but I'm not sure. Then I would suggest going with Fiverr. You can commission an artist. You can see for as little as $10, $25, $5, and they will be able to create your logo. Now there are, let's just pick one here. They will tell you exactly what you get. So this person is going to give you one initial concept. So that means they're not going to give you variations you tell them what you want and it's one design and that's it, but it's 10 bucks. So if you need them to do another one, then you know, you have that option as well. The source file, which you need logo transparency, high resolution, 3d mockup vector file, which is great. Um, if they're not going to give you a high resolution and I don't know why an artist wouldn't don't even bother to pay them. That's all I have to say about that. So if there's an artist, look through the artist. If there's a style that you really like, check them out. You can afford 10 bucks. That's two coffees to get someone, a professional to create the logo for you, especially if you don't have time uh, to do it. This is a great place to start. The one drawback that I see from using Fiverr is simply that there's so many artists and graphic designers on here, you might have a hard time choosing the right one. But the good thing is you do have a lot of options. So take your time, 
go through it, go through the list of artists, read the reviews, and choose someone that you think can make you an amazing logo that's going to represent your business well. Option number four is to use 99designs. This, I would say, is between using something like Fiverr and hiring a local artist. Um, They are more expensive. I've never used them, but uh, the service has piqued my curiosity uh, because you can actually create a contest and put it out there for artists to submit entries to the contest. And that part is free. You don't pay for the contest. You only pay for the design that you choose. So you can get a lot of submissions for one price, which is great. I think that's a lot of fun. There is a review that I found that I thought was very helpful. So I'll leave that link below. So if this is an option that you decide to go with, you can, um, Check out the tips that this reviewer gives for using 99designs. Option number five is to use Fiverr's logo maker as well. So we're going to scroll down on the home page and you come to Fiverr logo maker and make a professional logo in a few clicks. So you can type in your brand. We'll just do this real quick so you can see. Make your logo. So select your industry, add elements that you would like to include. So like sun, dog. Uh, Let's just, let's pick one of these. We'll do lifestyle blog. Let's see, mom, kids. Okay. So this gives you... We're just going to see. So you can see they've taken my JRP virtual instead of my life unbox that I had put in. But as you can see, you have tons of options and I'm not going to sign in right now. But it gives you a lot of different options and styles in less than 30 seconds. This also gives you another option to create a logo that represents your brand and your business. And for the final option, number six, you can commission a local artist or graphic designer. Now this will be your most expensive option because you're you're not working with any stock or any generic fonts or type or anything like that, but you're asking for something specific for your brand to represent you. The benefit of this is you will have more input and hands-on discussions with a professional, which is nice because they will have ideas. They will be able to take your creative inspiration and really make it something special. If you are going to use a local artist, you will need to create a brief for them. And that looks something like this. So this was the the brief that I created because I did commission a local artist to do my latest JRP uh, virtual assistant logo. And what I included, as you can see, this is my current logo. So I gave him all of my logo designs, uh, the variations of all of them and how they are used. I also included what I was looking for in a logo, what I wanted incorporated This is important. You want to 
don't assume that they're going to read your mind. If there's something that you don't want in your logo, you need to spell that out. If there's something you do want in your logo, that also needs to be very clear. So mine was, I'm looking for something that incorporates my name and what I do. So I wanted it very clear that it was for a virtual assistant. So I didn't have colors picked out at this point, um, but I was, I did not want an ornamental design. So nothing too ornamental that's in there. I also included the feelings that I wanted um, to be conveyed through this logo. And then I included logos that I liked, that caught my eye, that I thought conveyed um, the minimalist design I wanted, and also the feelings of trustworthiness, dependability, capability, all of those things wrapped up in a tiny design. So I included these in the logo. So now I'm going to show you the first round that my designer sent me. So this was the first round. As you can see, they're not too far off from what the final looked like. So, but I will show you all of them. So, and so he sent me the PDF and I left notes in the PDF and sent that back to him. So he could see, like, I like the font on the name, virtual assistant. So I like the two lines, I like the font. I wasn't a fan of this layout. But as you can see, I liked this layout. So we have three different options here that are very similar, but I circled the one that I preferred. So I like this one. So as you can see, these are not anything like the final logo, but I did like elements of each one. And I said what I liked in each logo. See, very different, very different. So, and I also included, because at, at this point, I had a better idea of the colors that I wanted. So I included the color swatches so that he could easily um, use a computer tool to get the hex codes and everything like that. And I also gave him the RGB codes. So we ended up going with this orange and this blue. And this is the final logo. So if you hire a graphic designer, they should give you something like this that, that tells you exactly what's in the logo. So he told me the orange that was used, the font that was used. Um, same here. The A is just the inverted V here. I have the CMYK colors for the orange and the CMYK colors for the blue. So RGB, you'll see these different color profiles. So RGB is for um, screen, web. Uh, CMYK is for print materials. And there are other uh, color codes out there, but those are the, the most common. So RGB is for web, CMYK is to print. If you put in RGB elements for print materials, your colors are not going to look the same. So just keep that in mind as you go to create business cards and different things like that. You wanna use CMYK for business cards, RGB for web. In between this first round, because this was my first round of comps, and 
the final round, which is this the final, we had two other rounds. So he sent me, and I couldn't find those PDFs. I was really looking. So he sent me um, more narrowed down logo ideas along with the colors that I picked. That was the, that was the second round. The third round was he asked if I wanted to see color options. And I said, sure, let's, let's just see what it looks like in different colors. You know, maybe I missed something. So he sent me different color comps as well. And I ended up sticking with the orange and the blue, like we had originally picked. Cause I just liked those better. Um, and then we settled on a logo. So that was kind of the process that it has taken, um, to create a logo from scratch. Uh, sometimes it can take longer, but you don't want to frustrate the artist either. So you want to be very clear in your brief, what you're looking for. If you're, if you aren't clear in your brief and the artist presents you something that's just not what you had in mind, it's not the artist's fault. They're just trying to follow whatever direction you've given them to the best of their ability. So however you decide to go, whether you decide to do it yourself or you decide to hire someone, there's a couple of things that you need to keep in mind. One is to check the usage. Just because you pay for artwork, it doesn't mean you own it. Yeah. So I work with a lot of self-publishers as well, just to kind of help them start their process with an artist. And this is usually the one point that requires a lot of explanation. You don't own the artwork unless the graphic designer or artist has agreed to uh, be commissioned on a work for hire basis or an assignment of, of copyright. Essentially, they mean the same thing, but le in legal terms, there's nuances, but we'll just say in general. Work for hire or assignment of copyright means that they are giving you the copyright to their work. When someone creates uh, a piece of art or writes something, that copyright is automatically vested in that, the creator. So you don't need to register it to have it copywritten. It's easier if you, to prove if it is registered, if you have to, if you ever have to go to court, but the copyright is automatically vested into the creator once they create it. So you need to be clear with whomever you decide to hire, if that's the route you go, who owns the copyright. If the graphic designer is not willing to give up the copyright, most artists will, I will say that um, for a logo, they will um, happily assign the copyright. They may charge more for it. So keep that in mind. But if they are unwilling to give up the copyright, then you need to request unlimited usage for an unlimited time and usually exclusive unlimited usage for an unlimited time. So this will enable you to use it for whatever you need to use it for, but the copyright will then will still remain with the artist. Second, make sure your files can scale. So usually you would want like a vector file if you're planning on printing large banners or wrapping a truck in your logo or something like that, you will need a vector file with some of those Fiverr artists that we looked at uh, for the, their basic options. They're not going to provide that file. 
So if you are seeing yourself as only using this logo for web or to print business cards or smaller designs, then you just need a high resolution file. But if you have visions of printing it for big banners, or like I said, wrapping your truck or something like that, then you will need the vector file. Uh, one thing you can also ask if your budget is tight is to get the initial file for your website and for smaller print items that you would need immediately and then pursue uh, the vector file once you have the budget for it. So that is an option. For my JRP logo, I did get all of those files. So I got an EPS file, I got an AI file for both RGB and CMYK. So I would be able to scale my logo as I would want to. I am so glad you joined us today to take this deep dive into how to create a logo. I really hope this information was helpful to you. Please be sure to like this video, subscribe to the channel, or download this podcast wherever you listen to podcasts. I would love to hear any questions that you may have that I didn't answer in this uh, show, so please leave that in the comments below. And for more great entrepreneur content, check out lifeunboxed.blog. Oh,